0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, Director of Adhesive Sales for Bona Adhesives. I need a vacation. You sure sure about that? You sure about that one? (laughs)
1: Well, that's funny you said that, Wayne. We are going on vacation. I'm Rob Johnson
0: from Bona Training. You know, we're really, we say we're going on vacation, but I think only you are really going on vacation. I think I'm still working. So Uh, I I haven't planned a vacation yet, but okay. Well, we say we're going on vacation. That sounds normal. Normal people do that, right? Yeah. Some of them do. All right.
1: right.
0: Well, here's a, here's a, here's an episode I really think you're going to like. Hello. Welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bona Adhesives.
1: And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How we doing, Rob? I'll tell you how I'm doing, baby. Yes, guess me guess, ask me what I did this morning. Or one of the okay. things I did this morning. What did you do this
0: morning, Rob? I booked a flight for a freaking school, baby. I don't even know how to book flights anymore, man. I got an lot's Uber changed. app a lot, man. I bet. I'm gonna have to relearn how to use my Uber app.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: god. Which so I'm you I'm mad, mad at Uber
1: anyhow. What did Uber do to you? Well, they, they now, now. before you go into this, remember what you said a few weeks ago.
0: What did when I say? You're
1: listening to yourself, you kind of sound like an a-hole.
0: Uh, I think I said I said I sounded angry. I don't think I said I sound like an a-hole.
1: No, you. It was off. You know, off camera.
0: You said that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Then certainly I must have. So yeah. So you
1: know. We don't want people to think, we want everybody to love you just like we do. So go ahead. What do Uber do to you? Now,
0: now you have an opportunity to tip them. And before you didn't, you didn't have to. It was rolled back into the fee. I don't mind paying a tip. I just don't, I just, I just give me what the thing is. I don't want to pay a tip because I overpay people. You know, Uber, you know that they judge you too? Like you get an Uber ride, I, you get like a rating. You know how you rate drivers? I didn't know that right. they rated us, too. Yes. And I, I I looked at my rating. My rating should be off the charts because I do tip well. I mean, I do. But um, I looked at my rating, and it was less than perfect. And I'm, I I, kept going back in my mind, how could somebody have not given me a perfect rating? I'm so charming. And I'm always making great conversation with people and everything on the Uber ride. And then I, then I figured it out. I think maybe it's the people that are with me. You know what I mean? Like we when go. I bring someone we with me, yeah, it's them. It's them. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. Right. I can I can see that. Well, congratulations on booking your flight, man. I, I know that's uh something you've been talking about for a long time, man. So great. Yep. We're
1: uh our first Mike's first school bat. I think D is doing one next week in Texas, and I'm doing one in uh two weeks down in Marietta. So nice we are Yep, we are back on track, baby. And then April, April, May, and June, we are just slamming.
0: So, when when are you coming to Nashville? I think Nashville is June. Okay, I'll, I got to check get, it out. I got to get down there. Well, you're this close. I can't. I can't let you get goodbye without me uh, going over and saying, "Hey, you, anyhow."
1: Yeah, um, I know why you come to, I know why you come to the Nashville schools when I'm there that chicken place down the road? No, you just like to steal a little of my thunder. You know, God forbid I get a little audience of my own. Yeah. Nope. You know You know nope. I wait in to... Wayne. I see the look in their eyes. I I remember one student a couple of years ago he goes, "Is is Wayne coming?" And I said, "Listen. Wayne is now a corporate stooge. He does not care about you anymore,
0: okay? I'm your daddy now." I'm your dad. You know, Not him. you know, I um, I usually wait till about an hour and a half into your into your class so I show up. That way, you make you feel like the opening act. You know. <laughs> no, I'm happy for you, Rob. I know uh, it's I'm a the, big deal. From the
1: man. Leonard Skinner to your Rolling Stones, huh?
0: Yeah, I'll go with that. Um, you know, we are a team here on the podcast, and you know, we are. You know it's it's a lot of people that it's myself and, and you and 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 uh tristan and helps us out on all the editing and everything and and certainly uh um eileen is a big part of the podcast she helps us out tremendously and uh in in marketing and um so no matter what happens on this podcast we are we're a team you know you always take care of your team and i don't care how many people come to me man and go you know what you need to lose rob i won't do it rob I just, you know, the hundreds of fan mail that I get to say you should have your own podcast, I'm just not gonna do it. But
1: you if know P- how many I'm of the not... listeners knew that was coming? Yeah. <laughs> you know a lot you know, of them, lot of them knew
0: that was that's coming. We're we're a team, so I, I always have your back and I know you always have my back and you know what have you. But uh yeah. if anybody yeah. listened listen to our Pop- Pope podcast, uh uh, uh, maybe it's a couple weeks ago now, and they tuned into that, and they heard the Larry Nichols interview. And it's it's not like I mean you know one one show with Larry's enough, but you know we had that the week before, and then you tune in into Paul and then you, you hear that Larry. If you if you turned in or tuned in early in the morning, you would have heard that podcast over again. Um, you know if we're gonna double up on the podcast, yeah, that's not the one let's, to do let's, it. Let's double up
1: on the play-by-play or the or the marketing one. You know, but doubling up on the Larry one? Yeah. Hey, I love Larry like a brother, but once
0: is enough. And I'm not going to throw Eileen. Not, personal, I'm not going yeah, to throw Eileen under the bus for this. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say that she made a mistake and and didn't record the podcast under the right one doesn't matter because we're a team here and we got each other's back no matter what so
1: so you're blaming all of us for that
0: no i'm just not going to blame my lead
1: you just take <laughs> does i all right want to get on and defend herself a little bit or now we have a new way to send messages i can't wait to see the message she sends
0: you she sends you Oh, it's 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 fixed now," she said. So yeah, if you ever if you listen to that podcast and you turned it on and went, "What the hell?" This was a podcast last time. She fixed it later in the day, but in the early morning, it was um, it was um, it was the wrong podcast. So anyhow, if you didn't hear that one, the proper one that is up and running now. So my our apologies on behalf of Eileen. Uh, <clears throat> All right, Rob. <laughs> I give Alina a hard time. She's always so good at everything. It uh she'll take it in good stride. Um Rob, what are we going to talk about today? All right, Rob. So, there's a meme going around or a thing going around is, you know, tell me uh, you um tell me you're a Dodgers fan without telling me you're a Dodgers fan or what have you. Tell me you love you love uh cake without telling me you love cake. So, you were talking about doing one Tell me you're a floor man without telling me you're a floor man, right? We might as well get on the, I mean, a couple of young, hip hip guys like us and get on the uh, latest urban craze.
1: Absolutely. All it's right. Funny that they, it's funny that meme is um, coming out there because at the opening of every school, that's what I'm talking about. And I always make the crack, like, you can always tell a floor guy. Always. You can always tell a floor guy. He's walking around with his head down. And he sees everything. Right? Yeah. He sees yep. it all.
0: H-joints, stair steps, halos, right? He doesn't miss yeah. a beat. Nothing. I, I remember um, I was in Boston one time. You ever see a bird dog point? When it gets on, when it gets on a scent, it gets on birds. I was in Boston and I was with my cousin, and we were on vacation, and we we're, you know, some some uh, historic part of town, and and just all of a sudden, I hear an edger, like the next block away, and I, that high pitched whine of that edger, man, and I, I said, there's somebody who's edging the floor right now, and he he's not in the floor business. He don't know, you know, whatever. We're on vacation, and I said, I gotta go, man. I gotta I gotta follow this sound. So we followed the sound, you know, all the way up to the second floor of an apartment. It would tear up. There's a couple of guys in there, floor guys doing the floor, and I was uh, shooting the breeze with them. But uh, yeah, I mean that's a. Uh, I, I can't I, believe I, it yeah. happened
1: here in Boston because we were at a sport meeting in Boston, and me and Billy and a couple of the other guys all we parked downtown in a parking lot, you know, parking lot, you know, paid parking lot, and we get out and I swear to you, about a block away about eight stories up. Now, this is the middle of the summer. About eight stories up, Billy and I get out of the car and just looked at each other and started laughing. I mean, it was probably nine, eight, nine o'clock at night. And you could, the windows were open and you could, there's nothing like the sound of an edger. And yeah, we were about a block away.
0: Yeah. You ever do this? We were about a block away too. Yeah. You ever you ever do this though this happened to me and it was very disappointing man i was visiting my my uh my sister-in-law in indianapolis and um she had a house there but she was looking to buy another house and we were just happened to be there with her for a few days and she went up to this housing area with her you know new home new development and i saw a floor van outside and there was a couple guys laying a floor in there and i thought oh man cool i mean i go in there and you know at the time i was a contractor go in there and talk to the guys man you know see how they do it in indianapolis and you know, I went in there and I go, hey, man, you guys doing floors, huh? I go, yeah. I go, yeah, I'm a floor man, too, in California. They go, uh, whatever. And uh, I started asking, you know, how you do things and whatever. And, and it was like nothing, nothing. They could care less. And, uh, well, shoot, man, I want—I was excited, man. I want to see, you know, what do you guys do different? How, you know, all these different things that you might do different than we do and that they, they weren't having no part of it. Nothing. What kind of floor man is that? What kind of floor man would be like that? I don't know floor guys like that. They got no passion. Do You? Uh,
1: well, I'm from the Northeast.
0: Okay. There might be, there might be a couple. <laughs> okay. There might, there might all be right. a couple. Rob, tell me you're a floor man then without telling me you're a floor man. Um, All right.
1: Uh, I guess I'll never understand. Tell you you're a floor guy without telling you you're a floor guy. Okay when a homeowner walks into a room and is choking and gagging and is rubbing his eyes and you have no idea what's around with him as you're pulling a couple gallons of polyurethane.
0: Every, uh, all right. I was, I don't, I didn't know you were going to say that. So I have to tell you this story though. Um, I bought a brand new Ranger bass boat in like 1996 or something like that. I mean, you know, Ranger bass boats, like that's a Cadillac, man. That's the. But, that's the hope. Yeah, that, and we had a 175 Yamaha at the time. They didn't have like the 250s and 300s that they have now. But so that was a big motor. Maybe, maybe they had two hundred. Like the
1: Boston Whaler of bass boats.
0: Yeah, it, it was a Cadillac. But you know, you sometimes you got to compromise. I didn't have a truck to pull it with. I pulled my work van right with all my tools and everything like that. So I took my buddy and his father-in-law bass fishing up to Clear Lake in California. You don't remember the old wood filler? They probably didn't have it in your part of the world. Coupon, uh, which smells it's, it's lacquer-based product, right? So you know, I had probably three or four cans, some open, some not open. one spilled over, probably in a bag of sawdust back there. And you know, there's no chair in the back for the dude in the back, right? Because you know, we don't, you know, you don't need a chair back there. And I pick him up at like four thirty in the morning. We're going there, and the first thing the guy gets in, he goes, man, "What the hell's that smell?" I said, "Oh, it's it's just lacquer thinner, man. It's no, you know, no big deal." And he's back there. And I, later, I see him, like, you know, covering his face with a scarf and everything. And then we <laughs> go around the corner. And he goes, would you guys mind rolling the windows down, man? I go, yeah, sure. So we roll the windows down. We go around the corner of the dust bag, like, whoosh, got him with the dust. I don't know if the dude's ever had a worse. It's a four-hour drive to Clear Lake from where we lived. And that poor guy has never smelled lacquer in his life. And very distinguished gentleman type of guy. But, hey, like I said, sometimes you got to compromise, man. Well,
1: you know the deal, right? You're pulling a coat of poly. You, you, maybe you're into your third or fourth room. Homeowner sticks their head in, you know, just want to take yeah. a look. Yeah. And they are gagging and choking and rubbing their eyes. And for the life of me, I used to think, boy, this person's, uh, yeah, you know, a little uh, kind of a snowflake, huh? You can't really. Yeah. We don't. It's scary that you don't smell it anymore, but I got a lacquer story for you back in the bowling days, a lot of lacquer. We used tons and tons of lacquer. You, you know, you know the story. I might've even told this story before, but what the hell you got a lacquer one. I'll, I'll give you my lacquer one. We're working up in New Hampshire. We're driving back from, we did a recoat, two coats of lacquer on a recoat job. And we're driving back probably, I don't know, nine, ten o'clock at night. And we get pulled over by a New Hampshire state trooper. Now it's me and my cousin and Pete. And my cousin's sitting on a lacquer can in the middle of us with a bag on it, and me and Pete are in the seats. So it was a little chilly that summer night. So the state trooper walks up, and for some reason, we just thought it was hysterical that we were getting pulled over, right? Mm -hmm. Roll the window down, and the trooper is like, what? Oh my God. You know, all I could think of is, you know, picture the movie, uh, the, James the and movie. yes, they're <laughs> all the wind and all. Of, well, it was an invisible fume, a lacquer that just knocked this cop over. Right. Wow. And he's like, what the hell? It, now I asked him why we had pulled over. He goes, cause you're doing 40 miles an hour. It's a 65 mile an hour. He goes, there's something wrong with the truck. <laughs> <laughs> we are stoned to the bejesus. What had happened was, and we didn't realize it because after a while you don't smell it anymore, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. We used to puncture the five gallon pails with a hole so they pour right easy. Mm-hmm. Well, my cousin didn't cover the hole. So every time he'd hit a bump, yeah. he's like pumping that five gallon and it's just pumping lacquer fumes into the cab of the truck. But we don't smell it anymore. And we're wow. like completely, completely stoned to the guilt. Good thing was, it was back in the 80s when, you know, people were kind of cool, right? So the guy says, how much further are you going? I forget how far we we're going. He goes, okay, I'm going to turn the lights on. You just stay right on my ass, okay? He drove us to the hotel. Wow. He knew where the hotel was. We got a police escort to the hotel. And of course... Stone to the bejesus, just laughing like hell the whole time, right? Wow, wow! Pulling into the hotel, the or it wasn't. We didn't stay in hotels; we stayed in motels. Remember motels?
0: Yeah, yeah oh, yeah, you know,
1: yeah. You know, you're yeah. those motels? Yeah, totally. we were staying at the uh, the NoTel Motel,
0: right? Well, I'm gonna. Oh, I'll give I'll you give a, in the flashing lights. I'll I'll give you a serious lacquer story then too, then um, because it, it is no joke, um, and I don't know who these poor fellows were, I think i want to say it was in uh could have been in the indiana area but i won't or maybe uh, missouri i won't swear to it but anyhow uh box truck guys driving down the road three or four employees in the back of the box truck uh lacquer back there uh guy lights a cigarette and the lacquer goes up in flames guy driving down the road obviously doesn't see it's a big box truck and uh they're fighting for their lives back there and uh I don't know if it killed them. Uh, I know it seriously at least burned some of them. It may have killed them. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, so that's no joke. I mean, so consider that. is a dangerous animal. and We want to get on, this, on a, a thing about lacquer. But, yeah, it is no joke, man, some of them finishes out there. So.
1: Yeah, anybody right. who's been to my school knows the story. My great-grandfather got killed in a lacquer fire. So that's why every part of our school, big part of our school, is fire safety. Yeah. Even on proper how to properly wear a, a operator's belt so you're not tied into the machine. Yeah, let's let's try to bring this back around to the fun stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's mine. That's my first one. You
0: know. Okay. Um, uh, no, it's not a skin condition. I rub my knuckles on the floor and on concrete and, and wood all day long. You ever look at a, a floor man's knuckles? And and the big calluses on them, uh, the biggest I've ever seen. And I've seen some guys out there with some big calluses. I used to, uh, but they've pretty much gone away now. And I never thought they would. But um, uh, my uncle Stan has yeah, those, had, yeah, those he, nice, tough, stooge hands now. Yeah, yeah. And my uncle, I remember my uncle. Like I said, he was like fifty-four or fifty-six years in the trade, and, and it used to bother him. He, you know, he goes, you know, when I get done doing this, I think I can have these taken off or whatever. I go, dude that's a badge of courage in my eyes, man. I mean, that's, 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 that's like stripes on a, on a soldier, man, on a, on a, on his sleeves. I, that, that, that would bother me a bit. And I was proud of mine. And I'm what most guys are when they have them. But as I told you, he, he taught me to work with my palms on the floor instead of my knuckles on the floor because of what happened to him. And I, later in life, I got, um, corporal tunnel syndrome, whatever. And, uh, so I would alternate back and forth. But yeah, did you just call it corporal? <laughs> I probably did. Corporal, corporal tunnel, corporal tunnel, tunnel syndrome.
1: It's not as bad as captain or major tunnel, but corporal yeah, tunnel. Yeah, well he had. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He I had captain. It might be carpal. I think it's carpal tunnel syndrome. I think it is carpal. But you yeah. know what? From now on, I'm calling it corporal. You gonna go with that? I'm All calling with right, cool.
0: corporal. I think corporal sounds much better. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's where it starts out. You know, corporals only got one or two stripes. I can't remember. But then as it gets bigger, it can be like, you know, Captain Tunnel Syndrome. Captain,
1: major, right. Yeah. Now, you can tell the floor guys in the Northeast, too, because the backs of their hands are all ripped to shreds from scraping under radiators.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Some of them old yeah. cast iron radiator just... Nobody was I fine took, seeing any medals back then. Believe me.
0: I, I took six of them out of this house that I'm sitting in now. Yeah. So, yeah. No kid. Yeah. They're heavy, aren't they? <sighs> Brutal. Yeah. I paid What'd some guy pay? to take him because I think there was some, uh, uh, there's some weight or you can get something out of them, whatever. The guy never picked him up, so I had to take him to the dump myself. But how do you tell a floor guy? How do you tell someone you're a floor guy without not telling them you're a floor guy? You could be staring at the Mona Lisa. And the floor in front of it have an H joint. And that's all you're going to think about is that H joint. It's going to bug the hell out of you. Yes. A floor it could be in the critiques. movies.
1: He'll critique the floors, not the art.
0: Yeah. He's critiquing the floors. You could get to the climax in a in a movie. And if the scene is in a, in a, in a room with a hardwood floor and there's three or four H joints right there, you, you you're, you're spun now. That's all you're going to think about. And you want to tell somebody, you want to, everybody, everybody's wife or girlfriends heard this. Look at the floor. I can't believe what they did. Look at, I mean, there's H-joints all over the place. I know, honey, but I'm just saying, who would do this? Have you ever worked on a movie set? No, but I was, I uh, worked right next to one. You know, remember Will Smith, the actor? Yes. Yeah, I walked through his movie set. And in fact, he said, what are you guys doing? We're shooting the movie here. We were on our way to lunch. <laughs> yep.
1: Nice. I it wasn't a movie set. It was uh set of the Sopranos. Oh, and wow. I got a call. I got a call from a distributor and he's like um hey, I got a cool proposition for you. He goes, there's this movie studio that's having an issue with one of the floors and they're wondering if you can go over there and take a look at it and, you know, see if you can fix it. And uh it was set of the Sopranos and I was a, you know, huge Sopranos fan and they shoot it down in Queens and uh, I got to do the floors in the the restaurant. I think it was called the Vesuvius or something. Uh It was the restaurant that they did all the scenes in. And it was like, I don't know, second or third production manager, whoever was, you know, dragging me around. He's like, yeah, there's such a glare on the floor that we can't, shoot anything from the waist down and he goes you know sometimes you want to do a shot and I'm like yeah I can I can fix this easy mm-hmm. and uh you know got a matte finish and everything took care of it and it's funny you said that before because a few weeks maybe a few weeks later however long it was we're watching the Sopranos my wife and I and they did a pullback shot of the family and you can mm-hmm. see the floors. Is and that like, right?
0: Yeah, that's me. And you can see
1: the floors. So I'm like, because you're welcome, everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, because of me.
1: That's me. Okay, that is all me. As a matter of fact, all these when it was over. I'm watching the credits like this. You know, I move right in. Like oh. my has got to be here somewhere on the credits. I mean,
0: they, you know, that's no who that's did that that that's sad when that i've been there before when i've got my heart broken like that okay so um sopranos uh all these th- shows on netflix all these uh series that are going on and what have you the granddad of them all is number one sopranos and number two breaking bad of all time the greatest two shows ever uh I, phenomenal and i don't know which one was better breaking bad was also insanely good all right rob tell me you're a floor man without telling me you're a floor man
1: I tell my wife how to load the truck in my sleep. Really? Yeah. Did she help you load the truck? No. Are you just dreaming? No. I I have no idea what was going on, but the next morning, sitting, having coffee, and she's just staring at me laughing. And she's like, you really need to take a break. And I'm like, "What? you know, what? I'm kind of rushing. You know, I got to get out the door. And she's like giving me a hug and telling me you you need to slow down you need to take a break I go, what's the matter she goes last night you were sound asleep and told me everything to put in the truck for
0: today's job oh nice nice that's that's funny Because you
1: were just babbling on about paper and buffer and that and that and so i looked at her. i go well did you get it done for me or do i have to go do that too you know <laughs>
0: I mean, you remember the the end of every job or the day? You pick up a piece of wood, a piece of two and a quarter. And back in the days, it was usually a piece of two and a quarter inch. And you got your your pencil, and you're writing down what you're going to need for the next day. What you know, I got to bring the planer for tomorrow because of this one thing. Uh, I got to probably stop by and pick up something else that we don't have on a job or whatever. Uh, spline, we need spline tomorrow. We need 136 feet of spline. Let's make sure we put that in the truck. Yep, <clears throat> I remember well. Um, Wayne. Tell me you're a floor man without telling me you're a floor man. I have a pretty healthy disdain for electricians. What the hell is you know it?
1: They got I every school. That was the guy, and and a lot of a lot of the students disagreeing. No, 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 painters, pa-, and I go. I I said uh, yes. I will give you the painters. I said, but to me, my number one guy, I'm so happy you said that, my number one job site enemy is electricians. I'm not sure who these guys think they are. Yeah. Dragging their ladders and
0: snipping their wires and leaving everything. You know, I. I it's not that I like painters either, you know, it's just that... I, I respect that they're working their butts off and they're, you know, they're up and they're down and they're doing all these different things. And they're like us, man, they're doing a lot of different things on the job. Well, electricians probably got a pretty easy gig and you can't take them wires that you snipped and just do, you know, sweep them up at the end of the day. How, how insulting is that, man? Yeah. Pick up after uh, me. Yeah. Pick up yeah. after me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that, that's that, 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 uh, disdain goes for carpet guys too, by the way, and plumbers and, Pretty much every other trade that was on the job except for myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, how about this one? How about the guy who can't stop looking at the stair steps in the H joint in the restaurant that's so bad he loses his appetite?
0: I got a pretty healthy appetite. Um, I wouldn't let it bother me to that point. But, yeah, I, 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 I totally get it because you want to just – Call the guy and go, dude, what were you thinking, man? Come on. Have some respect for the trade.
1: There was a place that uh, my brother and me and Pete used to always go for breakfast, you know, when, when we could go out for breakfast. Remember, remember those days a long time ago, a few years back? Yeah. 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 And they had the floors done, which really blew me away that they had the floors done and, Pete and I never even thought to maybe, you know, give him a business card or heads up or whatever. And uh, just couldn't believe how bad the job was. To the point where I asked the waitress, did he pay for this? Did he did he pay the guy for this?
0: Wow. that's. that's I mean, rough.
1: even she started pointing things out. The waitress.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we have a guy... Uh, um... And this is California. So California's, you know, the big cities and it's more impersonal. But I I had a floor guy one time doing the floors of the house, two houses down from me. Uh, And to me, that was like, I'm now getting in my van and I'm driving 40 miles away to do a job. This this schmuck, there's two houses over from me. I mean, I'm right here. I I was going there. Is that the worst thing
1: in the world? It absolutely you're is. Yeah, down your own street. Yeah, you want you want to walk down and go look. I know you know. Yeah, what I do. Or we might not know each other. Yeah, and I know but you come on. know that there's a floor guy on the street. You people are talking, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, that's a. that's yeah, rough. That's,
1: a, that's a tough one. That's yeah. that's a rough one. I will give you that yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, What's another way, Wayne, you can tell you're a floor man without saying I'm a floor man?
0: I vacuum more than any person you've ever met. Okay. Tell me someone that vacuums more than a floor guy. I mean, you, and also you think about how many times on a job you, you ever counted how many times you vacuum on a job, even for coats. Um, And by the way, when I used to, the day of the, let's say it's 4,000 square feet and it's coating day. The way that I used to do it in my mind, I'm not going there to coat the floors. I don't wanna go there with the with the feeling that I'm going there and I gotta get this floor coated today. I departmentalized every, every room and every step. So I'll, when I, I'm, I'm abrading the floor between coats, that's all I care about. I'm gonna take this one big room, I'm gonna braid that, move on to the next one. And I compartmentalize so it doesn't get overwhelming to me. You know what I mean? Especially if you're there by yourself on a monster job. And then I go announce the vacuum step. I'm not even thinking about coding. I don't care about coding. All I care about now is I want to vacuum this floor perfectly. And you know how many times you vacuum the floor? Till
1: it's, Til it's clean.
0: As many times as it takes. You're right. Till it's clean. Right. So new filters. New filters. New bags. Vacuum it. And then when I'm done with that, I mix up all the finishes. And then even then, I compartmentalize. it I'm doing this room. That's only all, all I care about is this room. Which allows me to just, in my mind, just uh, be a perfectionist and just try to drill down this one room, get it flawless, don't even think about the other rooms. And then work my way through the whole job. But if I go there with the expectation I got to get this floor coated today, to me, I I never wanted to approach a job like that. I go there thinking I'm going to go there and i got to braid the floor. That's all I care about right now. I have all my stuff, whatever, and then I go from there. I got off topic there, but that's any other way that I approach it. That's
1: okay. (laughs) Pete and I used to call it super clean back day. That's what today is. Yeah. Super clean back day. Yeah. I remember one of the best referrals we ever got or testimonials we ever got, which in one way, it didn't upset me, but I was, I'm not going to say disappointed, but the guy said, yeah, he did a great job on the floor. They did a great job on the floors, but the house was cleaner when they left than it was before they got there. And that was yeah. like the big thing, you know, and now this was back in the eighties. So you remember back then you didn't have the, the bona DCS systems and the vac systems and everything. So you would spend uh, what half a day yeah. doing a real good clean job. I mean, when you really want, I mean, windowsills, tops of doors, all that stuff, anything that can drop dust down on the, on mm-hmm. the finished coat, right? We, so the bona DCS system is a complete game changer. You know, when I was talking to Bum about it, it's not that he doesn't spend a lot of time cleaning; it's just he really doesn't have to spend as much time because he's running that DCS unit.
0: So you were a little bit put off that there were more excited how clean the house was in the floor.
1: Yes. That's when it started to, and people were excited about that. When people would see that testimonial, that's where I was going to head back to a little bit. I was going to circle back. Back then, that's where people would not have their floor sanded. Everybody was, oh, I don't want to deal with, I've heard, I heard that can be a mess. I don't want to deal with that.
0: You remind me of a guy I used to lift weights with, and um, this guy was a Powerful. monster. Powerful I mean, man. this guy, this this guy was, I mean, built like you cannot believe. The picture, uh, Mike Tyson, but more built than that. I mean, he was wow. a serious wow. serious in the bodybuilding. But the dude had no legs. I mean, you know, he had no legs. I mean, he could not grow his legs. He worked out his legs. His legs were strong. But he's getting mad at me because I, I I just pretty decent sized legs he was way stronger than me don't get me wrong I mean way stronger. but you know, i got I got good legs had good legs, you. legs. You yeah, hard. Hard.
1: Yeah, whatever.
0: Leg. right so the, the biggest insult of I've never seen this guy more disgusted in his life when we were out one night at a at a, at a bar or something and uh, he was talking to some girl. And uh, as a matter of fact, here's how built this guy was. I got him a present one time for Christmas. I got him a sweater, right? Because you know, where our family, his wife and my wife go out together, Christmas. I got him. A, I got him a present. You open it up, it's a sweater, right? And <laughs> you bought another man a sweater. Well, my wife probably bought it, but you know, it was. It was. I had to get him something, right? Okay. So, the wife's leaving and everything. He pulls me aside. He goes, "Dude, you bought me a sweater." I go, "Well, yeah." And he goes. I don't get up every day and work out like this to wear sweaters, man. And I went, oh, shoot, man. I didn't even think like that. You know what I mean? You, I go, a pair,
1: you should have bought him a pair of jeans he could wear to the beach.
0: Yeah. So um, anyhow, so we're at this bar, and there uh, there's a, a girl comes up, and she goes, I know what you do. I know what you, I know what you are. And he goes, what? And she goes, you're a, a, a gymnast. And, I mean, the guy was disgusted, oh. man. Because you know, they got the upper body, or whatever, but the guy had no legs. I mean, and I, every time I think of this guy, I mean, I mean, well, <laughs> anyhow, your story reminds me of that dude. All
1: right, you know, uh, I just Christmas gifts, and I don't know why it's taken me so long to get on to this one, but uh, you remember your shoes? Remember you. Yeah, my good shoes. When we talked about the shoes. You showed yeah, everybody the yeah. shoes and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Pauline loved those shoes. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, Christmas morning, one of my gifts is the Wayne Highlander shoes. No kidding.
0: I'll be darned. Get
1: the darn.
0: Yeah. But she got the that's a nice shoe look at that right have you worn yet? wow very nice
1: yeah i wore them about a month ago in my pajamas just because she said you haven't worn the shoes yet i go well you haven't gone anywhere
0: yeah you can't wear them you haven't gone anywhere no kidding all right well when you put them on they're gonna make you feel like a new man all right, Rob. Um, well, we got a couple more. Let's do a couple more. Okay. Go ahead. Go ask ahead. me. All right, Rob. Tell me you're a floor man without telling me you're a floor man. I've used floor sanding
1: equipment on furniture.
0: I practice on a lot of uh, our furniture. Yes, myself. In fact, the table that the computer sitting on. What, what did you sand with the floor sander?
1: I built a dining room table one day and I started using a palm sander, I think. And I said, my God, this is definitely sturdy. You I can put a buffer up here. Mm-hmm. So I put the buffer up there, dropped the handle. I was done in seconds and it looked perfect. My I, wife says, everything's been... going to come crashing down. I go, nope, don't worry about it. Not a thing.
0: My neighbor one
1: day, he brought his dining room table over and he goes, hey, you think you can sand this down for me? I said, yeah, sure. Got up on the table, or I got up on a chair next to the table and started edging it. That's when I found out that some products aren't solid, they're veneer.
0: Oh, ouch.
1: You went through it. It was your neighbor's? It was my neighbor's, yeah. Yeah.
0: he took a risk it's not on you
1: yeah he's like uh you know I, I can paint it you know you can paint it you don't need to yeah i go if yeah. you want i can stand through the entire layer and just give you the net he goes no 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 that's that's good yeah yeah thanks rob yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the guy that i saw the other floor company's truck in his driveway
0: oh there you go yeah perfect that's why that's why i called the other guy <laughs> what do you mean with by, by the uh floor man's uh uh curse the sanders curse oh man the eye
1: the eye the sanders eye once you've sanded floors and once you start looking at stuff you see everything i'm watching bum he's he's gonna be bald man he's gonna lose his he's got a nice head of hair he's gonna lose it because he's got a hawk's eye yeah i had the eyes of a pigeon he has the eye of a hawk and i remember just leaving every single job looking at pete going well we're screwed we're not getting paid for this one look at that look at this look at that when i tell that story at all the schools all just what your head's doing now nodding up and down yep every floor guy there thinks the same exact thing yep but i I tell him I tell them we have a motto, though. The Sanders curse. And I tell everybody this. There's no such thing as the perfect floor. But the pursuit of perfection will consistently give us
0: excellence. How do you like that? I like that. That's good. You like that? I'm going to hashtag that. The
1: problem is you've done the perfect floor, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, oh like, no 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 no, <laughs> um, but that's it, man. And and you're right. You ratchet it up more and more. I mean, the, the better your eye gets, the more situations you've been in, the more you know uh, species of wood you've sanded, the more lighting situations you've been in, the more different subfloors and what them how them subfloors will change the floor. Um, that's why this job is so tough. Is that? And, and, you know, you talk to homeowners sometimes and they'll never understand this, but you can take a great floor guy, I mean, a stud floor guy on one job, bring him to another job, a completely different situation, completely different direction of the flooring and whatever. And it's a whole nother, the, the game changes from job to job. It's not like a lot of things where you can do something, okay, I got it figured out. And now I'll just take that and I'll move it from job to job to job. It doesn't work like that. Every species of job, of wood, every every, you know, the the thickness of the wood, if it's been sanded several times, the how it's how it's aged in the home, the subfloor, the direction of lighting, you know, whether it's perpendicular lighting or parallel lighting, all these things, all these things matter, man. They all they're all part of the equation that make a job. And it's a you know, it's a pain. I just talked to someone who had a problem on a job using using a comp actually i don't no sense he'd get into it but it was just a one-off thing the guy could do the floors the rest of his life and he'll never have that problem again he ran into the perfect storm on a job and and it got him uh so there's so many so many parts to the equation man uh to being a floor man i mean you we, we say it all the time you gotta be a master painter a master finisher i mean you've got to there's so many hats you have to wear and by the way a business had also to make money while you're doing all these all these things uh, in a trade that is harder and harder to get to get uh, quality help. Um, the demands that are put on the floor, guys, today, I mean, is is amazing to me. I mean, they're they're a whole different. I mean, we talk about it all the time and I say it all the time. And, and the respect that we have for the guys in this trade, to me, I see a guy at the counter, a guy who's been around for 20 years. He might do something every he might do everything differently than I do. But to me, it's almost like NFL linemen, man. Or or guys, you know what I mean? They're pros. Yeah. And yeah. they've all bring their experience to the table. They all got their way of doing things. They learn it the hard way. And they're proud of what they do. And they, you know, a lot of people couldn't could watch them do what they do and never understand how they got there. I mean, and so it's a it's it is a trade that we love, man, and 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 appreciate the guys who do it and everything. So uh Listen, we're two schmucks behind his computer right now. Um, just fooling around. But um one thing that is 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 that never goes away is is um it's like an old an old guy, uh an old an old boxer. The last thing to go is the power. His reflexes will go, his his stamina will go, everything will go, the last thing goes is power. When you've been doing floors for a long time and everything, the last thing that goes is the passion. It's harder to get down on your knees. As you get older, it's harder. To, it's it's harder to to work the amount of hours you used to work when you were a kid. But I promise you, the last thing that will go is the passion. So we're just having fun here today, talking talking about this. And uh, we gave uh, I gave Eileen a hard time beginning of this. But if 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 you do it did happen to get on that Potpourri podcast and it was the last one on there, check it out again uh, because we got it fixed. Anyhow, so there we go. We're just having some fun. And, hey,
1: one uh, thing wanna, one thing I want to, before we, uh, shut the show down, not to bring it down, but, um, since we're talking about floor guys who had some passion and everything, uh, a guy that used to work with us at, uh, Bona did a lot of training with him and everything. And I, a lot of people know him out there. Dennis Bradley, Dennis Bradley, uh, recently passed away, and. Um, I spent many a night talking to him and, you know, he loved floors and everything, but I'll tell you what his passion was. His passion was barbecue. And, you know, I won that barbecue contest and I'm always bragging about. Yeah, yeah. Dennis Dennis had coached me through that entire thing. I mean, each round I was winning, Dennis is calling me the day of the night before prepping me and everything. And uh, I mean, we used to talk a lot and train together and everything but uh, we talked a lot about bar just had a lot of fun with him and uh, he had cancer recently passed away. It was quick when he found out. And, uh, you know, I just want to give a shout out to his friends and family and hope they're doing okay. And, but he was a good man. I uh, I'm going to miss him. It was funny too because the last time I saw him was a year ago, December and classic Dennis Bradley. He's like, Oh, geez. Glad I, we, I saw him in Cincinnati. And, uh, he goes, geez, I'm glad to see you here. Try my new rub and my new steak sauce. He, wow. he just happened no to kidding. have, so, yeah. So that's, that's, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he'll be missed. He'll definitely be missed.
0: You know, we talk about a brotherhood and what have you, and we respect all our competitors as well. He went to work for one of our competitors and, uh, uh great industry guy really cared about about the trade and everything so you're right uh uh rest in peace to dennis bradley and uh and uh, our thoughts and prayers with his family and uh yep uh nice tribute to him uh, rob so thank you okay this has been another episode of on the floor with wayne and rob please do stay tuned for another episode